Okay, let's uh, let's now really pick the brains of one of the best in the business, uh, former Storm, Sharks, Bulldogs, halfback, uh, 20-time kangaroo, uh, 10 times with the Blues. You know who I'm talking about. Does a lot of really good work for SEN for this very station. It is none other than Brett Kamali. Taking time out, um, I believe he's had a main course of, um, of gnocchi. Gnocchi, yeah? Is that what you've had for dinner? I have, yes. Evening, Chris. How are you going? So, um, yeah, a little bit of, bit of homemade gnocchi. Um, and then uh, my second course will be a little bit of cake for dessert. But obviously, I could not not answer your phone call. And no, I, pre- I appreciate you coming on. And I will let our listeners in uh, a little second. You didn't make it yourself, you liar. You did not make it yourself. It came from over the fence from next door. They made the knock. Okay, all right. Yes. Let's yes. get on with this, buddy. Let's get on with this. Uh, and what a game you're calling tomorrow night. So in 24 hours or so, uh, this match will be underway. Seagulls against Storm. They played a few weeks ago, or probably a month ago. Melbourne, um, they they were made to work hard for the win. Um, I see the mind games have already begun between uh, Desi. We know he loves to fly under under the radar. He's saying that Melbourne might just be unbeatable. You're buying into that? Uh, no, he's certainly playing under the radar, keeping him very low key. He puts a bit of pressure on Melbourne by saying that, uh, that they're unbeatable. Um, he would have done a lot of video work, um, prepared his side very well, um, that they were a chance of winning. I think without Josh Adokara, it obviously exposes two potential edges for the mm. Melbourne Storm that they could be a little bit vulnerable. Um, Des Hasler will come up with a game plan um, that will try and find a weakness in the Melbourne Storm. I think Des will take more confidence from the match only a few weeks ago because at one stage they led Manly and yeah. they made a few errors which actually led to the Melbourne Storm tries. Um, so I think Des will be comfortable, not comfortable, but he'll be confident going into the match if they play as good as they can. And Tom has an unbelievable 10 out of 10 match. The, the, the Manly football side create probably the, the upset of the year. I think this will be the game of the season. I can't wait for it tomorrow mm-hmm. night. As you said, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Melbourne Storm have got all their players back. They've mm. potentially got the best bench in the in the semi-final race at the moment. So I think it'll come down to some impact off the bench. Um, well coached, very well drilled. Um, Pappenhausen back and back into form. I think he's there, sort of the key for, for the Melbourne Storm because he'll be the last pass on some of their set players or the line breaks. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how drained Cam Munster is from the infection and the mm. and the resting of the week. Uh, he'll certainly play, but if he and I expect him to play well, but um, I just can't find too much of a weakness in both time, in both teams. Uh, as I said, they'll both be well well uh, presented by their coaches. They'll chase an opposition defensively. I'm looking forward to it. And what Craig Bellamy does is the first 10, 15 minutes, you get an idea of where he's trying to break the opposition. So I'll be very curious when I'm calling that match tomorrow night to watch where the Melbourne Storm attack because that'll, that'll sort of show me where he thinks... They are vulnerable. Mm. I called that match um, when they last played, and, and you're right, mate. Manly, man, we, they were right in that contest, uh, but made a, made a couple of errors, gave Melbourne too much ball, and and you know the result. I, I just think I have actually tipped Manly, right? I just think with no Ado Car, all right, no Ado Car, Munster will play, right? He's going to play, but he's not going to yeah. be he's not going to be a hundred percent. Although he, we've seen what he's done at Origin after injuries, etc. I just think if Manly and if Turbo plays the way he's playing, I think they're a really good chance, Manly. If they lose the Seagulls, um, well, let me ask you another way. What do you think their chances are of getting to the grand final? 
Well, I think there's three sides that can win the competition. It's Melbourne, Manly, and Penrith. So, mm. um, you know, if there's a massive upset this week, then someone's going to have to go across and play potentially Penrith in that grand final qualifier. Um, they obviously all three sides can't get in the grand final. So I think Manly can win the comp, but it's going to take three of the best performances from Tom Trevojevic that we've probably ever seen. Um, I think, you know, you're going to play... If you play Penrith and beat Penrith, you're playing against the best defensive team in the competition. If you have the ability to beat the Melbourne Storm, then you've come up with something pretty special because um, Craig Bellamy, um, he limited Tom's action and, and input on the game a few weeks ago, but didn't stop Tom, so... Mm. Um, I don't know if you can stop Tom. The other thing I think that Manly have got that probably other sides don't have is that, you know, Foran is a great left-edge player. Schuster has become a sort of a, a hero to him in some regards because he's such a great ball-playing ex-back rower uh, and can play off the back of that. They've got DCE. Um, you can sit on the right. So I think they've got multiple attacking opportunities. So um, I just think those three sides uh, are the best three sides in the competition. I think Latrell. Suspension just hurt South Sydney so much. I don't see Penrith conceding many more than one try against South without without Latrell Mitchell playing. So I think they grind out. I actually think Penrith win very easily in that semi final. So mm. uh, I think South potentially go out the back door in two straight losses. Um, I think the the Melbourne Manly game I think will be so far so exciting, so draining. Yeah. I think if Manly are to win, though, I think Manly has got to be leading. I don't think Manly can come from behind to beat the Melbourne Storm. I think the record in the history of the Melbourne Storm is once they get in front, they just close the game down. So I think the key to Manly is starting well, getting in front, putting a little bit of scoreboard pressure on the Melbourne Storm. Mm. All right, Nod. And the other game you're calling, so on Saturday, the first game uh, in Townsville, the Roosters against the Titans. Radley, Jared Hargreaves are back on deck for... Uh, for the Chooks, um, they won by just the one point, a really high-scoring game when these sides uh, met not that uh, long ago. Um, so the loser of Melbourne and Manly will play the winner of the Roosters and the Titans. Can you, can you see an upset here at all? Uh, not really. I, again, the player I think has been unbelievable for the Titans is Jaden Campbell. He's been a real fight. He's really competitive and mm. just keeps going from strength to strength. So I think... You know, I'm glad the Titans made the eight this year. I thought Tino and, da- and, and David Fafita's signing was pretty important for them and they've made the eight. So I think they're on their way up. Uh, they've got a few probably, you know, Brimson not being there and obviously James Campbell's emergence will help them next year become a better side. The Roosters have still got one of the best forward packs in the competition. As you said, they've got Radley and Hargreaves back on the park. Um, you know, they've got Hutchinson and, and Lamb that'll just control a game and be good defensively. And they're still got very good edge defenders and, and a guy called James Sadesco. So the problem with the Titans is I think they still have some lapses or lulls in a game where they switch off for 10 or 15 minutes. And if mm. you do that against the Roosters, you're going to get beat. You know the Roosters aren't going to have a 10 or 15 minute just to have a little rest and make some poor defensive choices. So mm. been a pretty brave performance from the Roosters all year. Uh, I think they win this match because of the culture of the football club and knowing how to play well in big games. But um, yeah, I, I yeah, the Titans have done well to get there. I, I, yeah, Justin Holbrook, I think he's going to be a very good, successful coach for the Titans for a long, long time. Newcastle, any chance against uh, Parramatta? Yeah, if Caelan Plonger plays the house down and touches the ball about 40 times. Oh. The, the good part for Newcastle is they get to the two Saifidi brothers back and David Clemmer back. Um, big pack of forward. They've been poor, so poor in attack all year, but they've been winning the last five or six matches. Um, they haven't really found a, a clear attacking game. Uh, I think Parramatta would win. Parramatta are expected to win. Um, I'm just 
said about there's no dummy half for Parramatta. So that no. does that sort of affect the the, the width of the pass, the, the the cleanness of the pass um, when it comes time to set plays and you bet pieces. it does. So yeah, I think it does. Um, I, I think Parramatta win, but it, you know, mm. that, an upset there wouldn't surprise me. Mm, okay. Um, now, before you head back to your banoffee pie or whatever you're having for dessert, <laughs> um, your employers at the moment, West Tigers, they've copped a real rough ride in the press over the last few days. Um, you, I imagine, will be playing uh, some sort of part or a small part in that review process. Would that be right? No, no part of that process. We're uh, yeah. obviously in pathways. Pathways is a bit different to NRL. We're in the process at the moment, Chris. It's been really exciting the last few days. We're actually interviewing um, potential candidates for junior teams. So it's actually um, getting ready for hopefully, if potentially COVID comes to an end some stage this year. We're going to have open trials and get ready to play. I think the great part for New South Wales on the range is in the world. I think it's the 5th of February will be the commencement of junior reps next year. So uh, that's our focus at the moment, Chris. But yeah, you feel a bit sorry for Michael McGuire and all those people at the top end who are going through criticism and review. Uh, I think the club's not far away from being a very, very successful club, but I think the way it finished was probably a bit um, bit disastrous for the club. Mm. All right, mate. Thanks for taking time out from uh, your your cuisine, your Italian themed cuisine there tonight. So, what was it? Noki and Bonoffi pie, uh, Bonacetta. Oh, thank you, great man. Okay, see you, champion. Appreciate your time. Bye. And there he is, uh, Brett Kamali. So you'll hear Noddy tomorrow on SEN eleven seventy. Uh, he'll be calling that uh, that big match. Um, Melbourne Storm against Manly. Will there be an upset? I guess time will tell. You're listening to NRL Nation. Well, not even NRL Nation. You'll join NRL Nation with Noddy tomorrow. This is Higher Ground, rather, with me, Chris Warren.